0: What is dyslexia, anyway? There are many conditions around that uh, people suffer and um, and I'm not aware of them. So I understand that most of the people is not aware about dyslexia. You don't get to know those kind of things unless you are really touched by them because some relative uh, is affected by this or you have some friends with this, uh, whatever. You have to be close to somebody that um, uh, knows about them, for you to be familiar with the thing. The thing is that many people are diagnosed with dyslexia uh, around here, where I live at least, and um, it looks to me like the, there's not many things being done um, to adapt things for this kind of people. So let's just start by defining what is dyslexia. I'm not a physician, so I cannot tell you a technical uh, explanation about dyslexia, but over the years I have learned a lot about it and I have read a lot about it, so I can explain more or less what it is, or at least the kind of dyslexia that I'm most familiar with. Dyslexia is is a condition in people that um, they have a difficulty uh, decodifying the written word. This means that they can read mostly, but it's very difficult to them. Look, reading for us is, is about pattern recognition. So whenever you find a word, you don't need to read it. Just looking at the word, you need to recognize the pattern and and, and you know what the word is. People with dyslexia has problems recognizing patterns. So they have to read every single word almost all the time. And they have to decode almost, almost all the time because the mechanism for decoding automatically is not functioning properly. So that's basically dyslexia. As a result, these people has problems reading and, uh, and has problems with, they, they have problems with anything related to, to the written word. We, uh, pe- normal people, we can say, or people without this condition, we read very fast because we recognize all the patterns. They cannot. Moreover, these things doesn't come alone. Usually, when uh, when you find people that uh, has this kind of condition, they can also um, they can also experience things like dyscalculia, dysgraphia. I don't know if I'm saying this properly. They are technical words, and I do not know them by heart attention deficit, hyper- hyperactivity disorders, and others. Okay, we can talk about the side effects in this society of fact of uh, being dyslexic. If you think about it, dyslexia is a condition that doesn't prevent you from working in almost any, anything. But uh, there is a difficulty that you have to take into account, especially with kids. It's about education. Education is based on reading. Uh, more often than not, the professors provide the students with uh, some text, some books, some uh, papers to read, and, uh, and they don't explain all the details. They expect the students to uh, read the, the thing and, and do the exercises and get the conclusions, come up with problems so that the professor can help them. And that is basically studying by reading. And at least here, where I live in Spain, I don't see any other mechanism in place. The thing is about reading. Now imagine that you are a dyslexic person and uh, reading a paragraph is a huge effort. And that's what I see. For these people, reading a paragraph is a huge effort. If you read two paragraphs and you are already... Uh, destroyed, I mean you, you don't have energy for anything else, but you can need to keep doing this every day and and yeah, and it 's taking double the time for you and it's taking double the effort for getting half of the results, so it's very difficult for them in this environment of, of learning. It becomes even more uh, problematic when you're talking about exams. The exams, your performance is basically low because you are under stress. You are, um, yeah, it's an exam. You know what I'm talking about. And uh, now sum this with the fact that you have to read a lot in the exam. And in some cases, they can do some adaptations, which means that they give you, for example, more time. But as a result of this adaptation is that you are destroyed at the end of the exam. I cannot even imagine if they have two exams in a day. The second will be a disaster because performing at this level of... at um, this level of distress is, is very difficult. In the blog, I have uh, added a simulator so you can see how it is for these people to read. Basically, the words... You're going to see that the words stay in place but the letters moves, And uh, it's very difficult to understand what you're reading if you need to read and investigate every single word so you are focused in reading more than in comprehend the thing that you're reading and that's that's a pain so what can be done about it the thing is that we need to complement the reading the dyslexic people will need to read but he won't get much better. They will improve, they, they will, especially when they are kids. They improve and they start reading a little bit better, but they are still dyslexic and they, they suffer for this, all, all this thing that I explained before. And it's, this cannot be solved. So the, the way to solve this is to provide all the mechanisms for learning. There is an easy solution to this problem. It's about listening. Okay, learning is not about reading. Reading is a tool, all right? The important thing is that we learn about uh, biology, physics, mathematics, and um, and history. It's nothing about reading. You have a difficulty that is reading, so let's try to solve this difficulty, and uh, let's allow those people to learn in the same way. They gonna still have problems with less with um, subjects like a language, English, Spanish, or. Um, Catalan in our case, there are going to be problems there, I know. But some others, there shouldn't be any problem. History, biology, they don't need to read all that. They can listen to it and learn anyway. So one solution is is listening. So we can change the format of deploying information instead of by text, by audio as well. Technology is now everywhere uh, and we can do that. In fact, the, um, we can do this in two ways. One way is that we provide um, text and we have mechanisms for converting this text to audio. Uh, we have this with the, with uh, we're using Apple here, uh, with uh, Apple devices like the Mac or the iPhone. They can convert very well, in fact, um, to audio format. And another way is directly providing the audio. In fact, patterns here can help converting pieces of information into audio and provide them this information to the kids so that they can listen to this thing while they go to school or where they play basketball at, at the, at, in the park or whatever. They can listen to these things and, and, and they understand it and they learn and, and things get stuck in their mind and that's studying as well. In fact, I have been using an application called, I'm looking for the application, um, Voice Dream. And that's an amazing application that even works in Catalan here. Here we are studying in Catalan, and and um, yeah, and the application converts the text to audio, and then it can be reproduced in Spanish, in in Catalan, or or in English, whatever you want. Is and the voices are are very good. They are provided by a third party called A Capella or something like this, and they are very very good. So yeah, those are things that we can solve, but definitely the education system should adapt to many kind of disabilities like dyslexia i understand that there's many than dyslexia but dyslexia is one of them and in fact it's the one that i'm suffering here and that's the reason uh, i'm talking about this one in fact my son pao was diagnosed with dyslexia many years ago i mean he's 11 now and he was around six or something like this and and then I realized that I'm also a little bit dyslexic. In fact, the doctor told me that I'm not as dyslexic as Pau, but I also have dyslexia. And if I knew about this condition, I, I would have known that because I experience most of the symptoms. It's not that heavy as Pau, but I have it. In fact, if you look at my bookshelf in my website, you're going to see that I'm listening to many audiobooks. They have a small um, symbol a small uh, airbud. besides indicates that the, I have not read that one. I have listened to it. And some years, I'm, half of the books that I read are audiobooks. I enjoy them very much. I have been trained to that because I have listened to so many podcasts in the past that I'm trained to that. And since 2009, that is the, the year that I bought my first audiobook, I have been listening to audiobooks all the time. And yeah, that is it. I wanted to share that with you. I hope that you have a little bit more knowledge about uh, dyslexia. And if you have any questions regarding this, uh, just write me a message, all right? One last thing, I have been thinking that I can help more POW, and in fact, I'm thinking on a way to develop, I'm thinking on developing an application, an iOS application initially, that will help to manage a library of audiobooks and help people with dyslexia to uh, listen to, to these snippets of audio. Not audiobooks, sorry. I said audiobooks, I mean sleep snippets of audio. And that's going to be it. Hey, enjoy the rest of the day. Bye-bye.